What up, what up? (laughs) Thanks for listening again. I'm glad you're back. (laughs) This is your host, Drea. Yeah. And today's Matrixy Matrix episode is going to be about surrender. The idea of this actually came because it was kind of the theme of today's conversations. And I felt like it was important to unpack a little bit of that when it showed up so reoccurringly in today throughout my conversations with different people so let's get into it cheers my friends literally cheers now first thing to unpack in order to under unpack what it means to understand surrender is to first acknowledge and recognize that above all else, you are by yourself. There is no one else here but you, for real. Now, that's a big ass concept, like a fucking huge one. Like, I think the biggest, I'm actually pretty positive, that's the biggest. Kind of like, what? What do you mean I'm here alone? What are you talking about? Like, there you are, and here I am, and like, here we are. Nope. You were born by yourself. You're here. Breathing, experiencing, heartbeat, complete brain, own fingerprints, own ear prints, own toe prints, own eyeball retinas. All of these things are fucking unique. There's no second. There's no carbon copy. Okay? First and foremost, you're alone, dude, at, at the core of it. Now, that feels really lonely to people to even like put that into perspective that's why they don't do it that's why they're like it's easier to attach yourself to everything out here and not believe that at the base of perception you are alone and to just kind of take that a step deeper right not only are you having your own unique experience because no one can operate the same time space and matter as another person like no one you can't ever fucking that's what that's why sex is so powerful because it's when you mesh with another person because no one can actually do it no one can fucking literally become another person or share their exact space with another person except for intimacy so big key concept there to understand is how powerful um that personal individual space is and what it means right so i'm gonna unpack that a little further so just fucking bear with me Um, because I'm not editing any of these. They're going to go straight to the episode because I'm outside doing it on my phone, which is very different than my regular setup, and I just don't care. I'm going to get it off my chest. So thanks for sticking with it. Now, we're going to unpack that a little further, but I'm going to let you chomp at the bit for a second so we can get there. There's a couple more layers to get through, so hopefully you're still hanging tight in your seat. Next layer to talk about is how projections work and awareness the brain is built around associations Um, through your childhood you build associations based on certain components that we all need um, and your brain utilizes whatever associations were created in that frame to start making decisions once you hit a certain age and you start making decisions for yourself and understanding the difference between wrong and right this actually takes some people a lot longer than other people but nonetheless usually is like young adulthood is when people start really comprehending that it's not their parents fault that they're all fucked off it's their job to make decisions for themselves so 
starting off there. The projection association <clears throat> is the next level of understanding that you're having an individual experience and that that experience is based out of the th things that you choose and what you project into the world and then the awareness that comes from those things that you've projected. So a good example of going out and buying a new car and seeing the same car all over the place. Like you went and chose to get this car and now your brain has showed you an awareness of this same exact car, lots of different colors all over the place. All of a sudden you just start seeing this car everywhere. There's a level at which you're projecting, but you're also associating. So you're becoming more aware of surroundings that you normally necessarily wouldn't see. That is unique to your individual. That's a unique experience that you're having in an individual. So that's the next layer in of the inception of where we're going to get to when we discuss what it means to surrender. All right, here we go. The last level of this has to do with, okay, let's unpack the first two levels one more time, real quick, rundown. Physical form, out here having physical, unique, individual experience. Energetic, which could also be considered imaginative or intellectual form, also energetic. Um, having an associative projective experience based on prior experiences had in life. That is us simultaneously on the fucking shell surface level. When you start to dig into the nature of reality, it has to come back to the nature of self, the nature of the whole, the nature of what is us. What is cognition? What is consciousness? What is woke? What is being self-observing and self-aware, right? That is what the next layer in is gonna get into is the quantum nature of that. So I'm setting that up right now for when we get into it. Okay, this is a lot of information to try and literally unpack in like two and a half to three minutes tops. First thing we have to discuss is how compartmentalized science is. Science is all technically studying the same thing, which is different, <laughs> just different fields of the same thing. Tangible elements of reality, tangible elements of life. What is at the core nature of it? Physics and quantum nature is actually studying that exact thing. What is at the core nature of elements? What's at the core nature of atoms? Atoms are what make up the periodic table of elements periodic table of elements is what reflects to us the different types of things that we utilize in our world in order to build compounds make things happen water is a good example because it h2o explains to you that there's this many molecules and that many molecules that it took to bring it together so discussing chemistry discussing the periodic table of elements when you get down deeper into the quantum nature what we find and then what has been shown is that quantum nature responds to perception. It responds to where you look and what you pay attention to. The level at which quantum nature gives energy to the things that you give energy to, whether that's drama, like just whatever you envision yourself in your mind doing, the quantum nature will help you just keep fulfilling that same thing. This is a hard concept for a lot of people to drive home because imagination is hard to fucking come by for some people. 
but it's an important conversation to have an important conversation to drive home because it lends to the fact that where you pay your attention is literally a currency it's literally um, valuable so letting someone distract or extract information from you by distraction is in turn just like theft like it's taking a certain level of your energy from you without your direct awareness of what its intentions were which was to get your energy in order to continue to fuel whatever it's trying to do with that quantum field that's also a hard big concept for people to wrap their head around because i just took you from here's your physical form here's your energetic form down to okay the quantum world is that you pay attention to things and you actually make things go round based on what you pay attention to it's interesting for me to hear it in my own words from this perspective because I wrote about something very similar to this like 10 years ago in a magazine when it came to music consumption. Why do we choose low frequency music? Well, because for whatever reason, we're in a low frequency. So anyway, okay, understanding those levels of yourself, now we can get into what it means to surrender in a real way. We can actually get into it. Cheers. This is going to be so somewhat uneventful because the facts of the matter are it's not really that complicated. It really isn't. At the core of it, because it's all about what you pay attention to, because it's all about your individual experience, you get this like self-absorbed self-perspective where you get to just like wrap the whole world around what the fuck you want. What is not really being projected in a meaningful way is that you don't create this thing. And once you become aware that it's bigger than you and you don't actually create it, you're like a drop in the bucket, but you're just so fucking thankful to be a drop in the bucket because you just want to be here. It gets a lot different. That is what I identify as a personal relationship with God. Um, some people might call it the universe. I don't care what label you put on it. For me, it's a personal relationship with God. You become self-aware. You become truly embodied in the understanding that you are actually a drop in the ocean that is the collective experience. That's all of us having our own individual personalized roller coaster. <laughs> There's a divinity in that that is so pure and so awesome. So when you get into the idea of surrender, it comes down to not that this experience is an authority over your life, that all of a sudden you're just like, you're going to be smited if you say no, or you're going to be like, no, 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 you want to do something debaucherous. That's fine. Do whatever you want. It's your experience. You're allowed to do what you want. Once you get into the realization that you get to have this co-creator experience, the little things that you do for yourself become more meaningful. Like whether or not you go get a massage or you take a hike or you, um, you know, do a face mask in your bathroom, like dye your hair. All these little things become much more of an understanding that you're taking care of this God space that is your personal experience. And this is the vessel that you have. This one that you're standing in. That's pretty powerful, and it's a pretty big responsibility to step into those ideas in a full and complete way. I think it's very easy to be informed of them and hear someone talk about them, but to embody them and step into them and really 
know what they mean because you live them in your experience is a different a whole different level of awareness and I never proclaim to be someone who is like oh I'm a guru and I walk in all these like amazing lights I I am absolutely full-blown aware that I have to tell the truth that I'm just a human being like everyone else when it comes to certain layers of my life there are other layers that I know that I walk in a high level of grace and I extend grace, not just in my actions, but in my thoughts and in my in, in my words. Like, I know there's a way that I do that um, for myself that is that I would consider to be of a high nature and other people have complimented as such. But there are plenty of ways that I feel on the low frequency spectrum like everyone else. And I don't take away from that for myself at all. The nature of understanding what it means to surrender for me as I see it in my perception and like if the shoe fits wear it if it doesn't I don't it's fine with me you don't have to wear it nature of that to me is understanding that I have lots of amazing choices to make on a regular basis but there are bigger choices outside of me that will always be made for me and I could do myself a service by getting in alignment with those things and taking that shit really seriously for myself. And so I say all these things and I say them out loud because I value knowing that when I listen back on my own podcast, I reflect on things I said and how I'm applying it to my life and what I'm actually doing. Because much of this comes from an intuitive place and then much of it is therapeutic self-talk to be able to express different things I've gone through and different views, different perspectives that I've gained from those experiences. Okay, that's enough. Thanks for listening. Hope you guys are doing well and come back for more. Peace.